Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Believe in Giants podcast with Giants legend Carl Banks and broadcaster Bob Papa. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants, along with two-time Super Bowl champion, I'm Bob Papa. Uh, another loss for the Giants on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Dallas Cowboys came in and beat the Giants 21-6. to um, Got a promo code for you. Going to give away a little opportunity for you to get yourself a deal with the holidays coming. I'll explain in just a little bit. And if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift idea, got that for you as well. But I want to welcome my co-host here on Believe in Giants, Carl Banks. And Carl, I mean, what are you going to say? You know, it's it's a it's a four-win team right now. They were punching up in weight class yesterday. Defense, they gave them a chance. I mean, even up until the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, it was it's still a two-score game. I mean, you had a ray of hope. But uh, what's going on on the offensive side of the ball is just you can't win in the NFL if you're going to be – uh, that unable to score points and six points in today's NFL is just not going to win any football games. Right. And it, it, it really highlights uh, the importance of having a good backup quarterback. Now, listen, Mike, Mike Glennon is just part of the problem. Um, but when you have a, when you have a backup quarterback, He's not expected to win the game, but you don't need him to be the reason you lose either. You want him to be able to come in, hold a rope, and uh, build and, and let the other pieces work for you. And um, I think it's it's been established now. We've seen enough to know that you know you're going to have to really reevaluate your backup quarterback position. Uh, Jake Fromm is probably a guy who's going to audition, not only just for the Giants, for the rest of the NFL. Um, You know, Bob, it's it's we can't beat a dead horse um, in terms of everything that that goes wrong. So let me just approach this differently. Okay, because we have to, because the rest of it speaks for itself. What do we say at this point? Right. At four and ten, that it's not going to fix anything. Right. But here's let's talk about the fix something. Okay. But before I go there, uh, and I know I'm seeing a lot on my timeline about in, you know, from in the newspapers too, of people don't want to hear what Coach Judge has to say after the games. They don't put much stock into it. The one thing I will say that he is correct about that this team is continuing to play hard for him. They haven't quit on him. They haven't quit on each other. That's important. Um, When when you got a team that's going to continue, now they they execute very poorly, right? And that's a function of some guys not being capable of and others not doing any better. Uh, So 
from from a baseline of these players will play hard for this coach. Let's talk about where I think there has to be a new line of thinking. When you've been, again, you've scored, what, 11 points or less in the last month of the season, last month of games. Mm -hmm. But you've been in the bottom category of the NFL offensively for two straight seasons. So I think you've got to reevaluate as a staff if you have the right uh, schematic and the right people designing the schematic. So if, and I'm assuming Joe Judge is the coach, he's got to bring some outside thinking into this and he's got to be very open to the collaboration of those thoughts because this this offense is not in the modern day nfl it's just not now you can say well if he had healthier players maybe we'd see something different maybe uh, but what I what I see is a schematic, and and you got a bad offensive line. I get that. But if we were to look ahead, and let's just take a look at the players that are going to be on this roster: Kadarius Tony, right? Kenny Galladay. Uh, I believe Evan Ingram will be back. Um, Darius Slayton is still under contract. Kyle Rudolph is under contract. Um, am I missing any? Oh, Saquon Barkley will be back. Um, well, you think, well, I mean, for back. all those guys. Yeah. Um, you're not making a huge investment because you're not going to extend beyond one year anyway. Uh, and then you have a quarterback who will be back. So let's just go on the premise of all of those different skill sets. Why is it so easy if we look at it today for, or I'm sorry, why is it so hard offensively to find a mismatch with the skill set of players that you have? Everything looks so hard. There's never an advantage to one of your skill players. And Across the NFL, they don't have defenders that can cover everybody all the time, but they seem to have the Giants covered in every situation. So, yeah, watching the Giants the last two years on offense, you would swear that the other team was allowed 15 defenders on the field. It yeah. feels like there's like two guys for every Giants guy that's out. There's there. no one open and there's no one protecting the passer, right? Or there's nobody that can block, uh, run block. So, I was just talking uh, on the local radio here and says, well, you know, Booker and Barkley and Booker is doing so much better than Barkley. And so did Wayne Gallman. I says, well, here's the difference. He's right in some regards because Booker and Gallman are running backs. Saquon Barkley is an athlete. He's a dynamic football player. You got to do a lot of other things to get what he can give you. Like, 
you know, if 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 Booker is, you know, 50 yards more than Barkley and he's played more games than Barkley, okay, fine, I'll take that. Will Booker hit the hole? Yeah. What can Barkley do more? I think he shows you a sample size of that. Um last yesterday with this catch that he made and he gets the first down. But there's so much more that schematically you can do with him to create mismatches um, than the other guys. Yeah, if you need a runner, Booker's your guy. Barkley's your guy too. Uh, so was Wayne Gallman. But there's more that this guy can bring to your offense. Aside from the um, explosive plays, you saw it in San Diego as a receiver, right? That's why I get so down on him when routine plays he doesn't make, but he can make these great plays. So in saying all that, Bob, they've got to get a different thought leader at that's, our, that's, that's designing this offense. They've got to infuse a different mindset and collaborate um, to get this this thing going. It's just, you have, if those six players I just named, five, six players including the quarterback are on this roster, you should have a distinct advantage in every single game you play in. There's gotta be an advantage somewhere on the field and they've gotta figure that out. Um, it's just, just simple as that, If I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't anticipate someone going in and blowing up everything because it puts whoever a new guy is, whether it's a coach or anywhere else, at a distinct disadvantage in today's NFL. You got to have some talent on the roster. You can't blow everything up. You can't say don't bring this one back. This one. You got to try to bring a few of them back. Um, but I just think offensively, they've got to rethink. Um, and it's it. Listen, same thing, same result, or new thing, new result. Because you know, scoring eleven points, struggling to get twenty points in how many games this year? Three. Yeah. Um, that's just not today's NFL. And you've got. I mean, every team has injuries, right? They they tend to still find an advantage that they can exploit each week um, to keep themselves in games. Come on, the Saints just shut out Tampa last night. Yeah. Their best wide receiver hasn't played a snap this season. And they got a quarterback who's not really a quarterback. Right. And their two starting tackles were out. And they yeah. won the game. Nine they to they found a way. Yeah, but they found a way, right? But the nine to nothing, think about this. They shut out the highest scoring offense in the NFL. Listen, There's in path to listen, victory. They they gave up 26, I think it was, to the Bucs, but they beat the Bucs earlier this year, Saints yep. did. Mm -hmm. But then think about the opener. They allowed Aaron Rodgers three points. They allowed Brady zero last night. Um, and listen, I'm not, but I don't want to circle back to the Giants defense because you know what? The Giants defense played winning football yesterday. I mean, Let's face it, the first Cowboys score was set up because the Giants' pass protection was terrible and Glennon got smashed. 
and he got intercepted. So it was a two play 13 yard drive. Um, you know, another score by the Cowboys was set up on a short field, a 37 yard field. And you know, the, the Schultz touchdown was a 29 yard drive. I mean, it's not like the giants defense wasn't competitive and didn't give them a chance to win. It's just the offense. Man, it's and it's some of the same recurring things like not being able to pick up stunts and twists. Yeah. And, and it's that, like, come on, man! It's it's been like three years of this. Yeah, um, gotta examine that again. You've gotta you've gotta think about how you think about offense in today's NFL. And you know, I know Joe gets it. He sees it. He understands football. We spend a lot of time with him during the course of the week, just, you know, two on two on one. And we just talk to him when we're not on camera. So I, I truly believe he understands this game. Um, but well, Carl, you- it's everybody, he can see it. They can see it because every other team that they play sees it because sure. that in a big spot is what they go to. They run right. a, a twist stunt on the right side of the Giants offensive line and their batting average on that is off the charts. Correct. Whether so. it's a slow stunt or a fast stunt. Um, but the autonomy that a head coach, you know, everything begins and ends. The buck stops with the head coach. Coordinators have the autonomy to build the right schematic. He's got to think about that. He's got to think about the schematic offensively. Um, they've got a lot of good coaches on, on the offensive line. Flats is a consultant. He's a pretty good coach, but they got to look at that. And then you got to look at personnel and how you upgrade that. And for whatever Will Hernandez is, he is not developed into a guard that can pick up a twist, right? Um, I've been very and very open and candid about Matt Pert. Well, yesterday, two offside penalties aside, he had some really good reps against Tank Lawrence. I mean, when they were quarterback, when they were hunting the quarterback, they were hunting sacks. He held up pretty good. And I'll give him credit for that and, and, and tip my hat and say, way to step up. Now keep building on that for the next three games and take it into the off season and take it into the regular season and make it hard. This is what, this is what they brought you in for anyway, make it hard for somebody to get you out of that seat, but it'll be a competitive situation and he'll be better for it. Um, but this, okay. this team, I, I'm, I'm going to absolve them, Carl. I mean, on one of the false starts. Cause it was after a delay of game or right, right as the delay of game was coming. Yeah. I mean, the first one, remember with, with 10 09 to go in the game, you know, the giants are down two scores. I mean, there's still a chance and they start at their own eight yard line. And on a second and 10, after Barkley runs for zero, you know, he gets a false start. Like that's, that is, you can't absolve no. him of that. No, but the set, but the second one, that's when the giants were going for it on fourth and one from their own 28. Mm-hmm. And, Three guys are running on. Three guys are running off. The play clock's at 13. It was like you're sitting there and you're looking at it. So 
if he didn't get called for a false start, they're getting called for a delay game anyway. Right. Right. So, you know, judge is growing into the job and he had a veteran coordinator. Um, he's got more coaches than anybody in football. Your sideline organization has to be better. That's his off season homework. Um, who's going to run your sidelines, who's going to run your substitutions, um, who's going to design your offensive schematic. And then here's the other thing, too, that the coach doesn't control, but he's got to strongly encourage these players to examine how they're training in the offseason. Now, I'm not a... I'm not pro or against in in-house off-season conditioning, but I think you'd need to be in-house for a little bit um, to get the format because the training for TikTok videos is not translating into healthy football players. They've had, um, and I look, I don't know the percentage of guys that worked out here in New Jersey or they went to California or went to wherever, but something has to change in the way these players train collectively because there's too many injuries to too many key players. Like your, your key players can't get on the field, but for two games and then they're off three or four. And something about that, I don't know um, what needs to be studied or how these guys need to train, but something has to be done differently. And I, it's just like, even last night, um, in the Saints game, your star running back pulls a hamstring and your one of your wide receivers pulls a hamstring. Like, I don't, I don't recall ever these things happening. Um, I don't think they run anymore during the course of a game, you know, and, and, but as it relates to the Giants, they've got a really invest in studying how these injuries are happening and how they can be avoided when how soon should these guys begin training what is necessary for them to get the muscles ready pre-season carl um, it's 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 this is league-wide man i know and they, and they have all these gps monitoring devices that track players workloads to determine well he's worked this amount this week he gets a he gets a rest day to recover day for his body. I mean, all the teams are using this stuff. Maybe it's too much information. Well, it could be because when the body is rested and then it goes back and overworks and then something tears, what does that mean? Like, I think, and, you know, uh, Baldy said that there are some teams that are not dealing with it, and I'm sure there are a few, um, but somebody has to be the first to say, okay, we're going to invest in, in research here because it's not working. And if a guy is working out with a trainer in LA, a trainer to the football stars, that guy better make sure that when he returns a player to his team, that that player doesn't walk in and a week later, he's pulled something after spending all summer training with him, you know? Um, so these are the Giants' issues, right? Bringing the offense 
into the modern day NFL because you have modern day players with skill sets that can really be explosive. Um, finding that, finding that guy, finding that thought leader um, to infuse that thinking. Two is making sure from a organizational standpoint, coaching wise, that your sidelines, your substitutions, go to work on how you could be better at that. You practice it, you practice situations uh, in, in practice, but in game, it doesn't seem to happen. Who's your sideline police? Who's making sure guys when that, that guys are staying engaged in the game when the offense is on the field, that all the offensive players are engaged and they're anticipating situations as well, where you're looking and can't figure out what substitutions to make, right? And the other team hasn't made any. So just have your plays ready to go. Um, those are things that I think are very important. And then from a talent acquisition standpoint, and this goes back to who's designing the scheme. When you get players that can help you improve this poor ranking, find a way to get them involved. And then moving forward, as you pick players, you know, I know character was an issue. And I think um, Dave did a good job of getting good character guys on this roster. And I, you know, I think sometimes he may have felt like he overcorrected some, but that's fine. Now you got to be adverse to bringing guys in that are injury prone. If you bring them in and they're injury prone, they're just bonus guys. They're not guys that you count on to be your frontline players. There's, if we can get this guy healthy, he's going to help us. He's a John Ross type of guy, right? Uh, and Ross has been relatively healthy uh, and he's given them something, but I don't think they brought John Ross in as a guy. I mean, he had to actually make the team. Yeah, he had to make the team. He had to actually make the team. So, but but you've got, like, if you're drafting or you're looking at a particular free agent, I don't think anybody's going to, given your injury history, I don't think anybody is going to scream if you pass on a guy who has an injury history, just given what the Giants have just gone through this year. Uh, everybody can save up to 50% on your welcome bonus. Make sure you head to the new updated mobile website for bet online. The number one spot for all basketball, football action this season. If you sign up right now, you get a welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus. If you use the promo code, believe 50, that's how you receive your bonus bet online. The fastest, easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. Um, Carl from people wanted to see him. He came in with the two minute offense, looked pretty good. You got to think he's going to get another crack here down the stretch. If Daniel Jones can't go, might as well find out what you got in this guy, because you're going to need a backup quarterback because most likely Daniel Jones is going to be dealing with injuries a lot in his career based on the style of football that he plays. Um, or depends other on who's designing the offense for him too. Maybe he becomes a smarter more athletic quarterback. Yeah. And the irony is too, that when he got hit 
in the back of the neck. He was sliding. He actually yeah. slid. It's not even like he was taking on contact on that play. Uh, Lorenzo Carter flashed yesterday. Um, oh, he more than flashed, but and but I, that's I talked, the problem. Flashed. Yeah. So with Lorenzo, I've been told, and I was convinced that he he had a skill set and the ability to be to play above where he was drafted. But he was either injured or he played hard. Don't get me wrong. He was not a scholarship player. But he was sometimes underwhelming. Then he tears the Achilles, right? He was off to a good start last year. He tore his Achilles in the Dallas game. Um, And then this year, he's been just inconsistent. And then yesterday, he had like a wow game. Like, oh, my God, this guy's great. Good news for him, but for the Giants, he's an unrestricted free agent now. So it's, you know, he's he's auditioning to show people that he can he can play at a high level. I'd like to see him continue to do this for the next next few weeks. Um and just carry that over wherever he is. But you know, I think uh again, you can't just throw every player out the door. Because at the very least, he's a rotational player uh, in your 34 defense. Uh, An edge player doesn't necessarily have to be your starting guy. Your edge player is a guy who can come in and get pressure when you need him to. Um, But we'll see how that plays out, too. Yeah, well, you know, here's what I would ask for Lorenzo Carter. You had a really good game against the Cowboys. Some of his best games of his career have been against the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. In fact, you mentioned he got injured last year in Dallas. He was having a good game when he got hurt. Mm -hmm. You know what? Let's see the same thing against the Eagles next week in Philly. And then let's see the same thing against the Bears in Chicago. And then let's see impact in the regular season finale against Washington. Just consistency. Yeah. You know, it can't happen, and then it goes AWOL for four weeks um, because then, you know, you have to be able to count on people. Like, yeah. you're starting to feel like you can count on Andrew Thomas yeah. as an example. Like, you feel like you can count on Aziz Ojolari. Uh, I loved what Leonard Williams said after the game about why he was out there. Yeah. Um, when he talked about the fact that, you know, he was asked, look, your four-win team on your way to 10 losses. Um why was it important for you to go out there and play? It's like, cause you know, our D line is close and I didn't want to let my guys down and I didn't mm-hmm. want to be standing on the sideline watching. And it's an injury that you can try to play through and it's not going to cause any more damage, obviously. Cause he was asked about Daniel Jones. He goes, well, if it was my neck or my back, I'd be approaching this thing differently. Mm-hmm. I'd be more conservative, but you know what? I want to be out there and play and compete. So kudos to him for that. Um, you got any final thoughts here on what you saw yesterday? No, I mean, because, we, we're all the, seeing the same thing. You yeah. know, it's, it's more about what, what are you going to do? What needs to be done um, to change it? You know, um, you can't rearrange chairs anymore in the living room. Uh, you got to take some furniture out. You got to put some new, some new thought into how you want the room to look. And um, I just think they need to infuse a different line of thinking 
in terms of how this offense is designed, just based on the personnel that they have. Uh, there is a responsibility to players to figure out how to get healthy. I think um, from a training and medical staff, I think they've got to research the hell out of this because it has become um, a, a poor return on investment for key players. Like you can't keep them out there and, you know, how are they training? What should be done? What is the best? They, they have to invest in that research. They can't wait for the league to give it to them. They've got to do that because, you know, you got guys that you're paying money to and that you're counting on. They got to be available. But I wonder if it's a bigger issue, Carl, because I know that they have spent a lot of resources, not just this year, but in the past couple of years of, of player health and training and all that. Yeah. But it's, there is something about the training. The human body is the human body. I look, these guys, I, I don't see evidence of the steroid type of injuries. Um, but it's the same type of injury across the league. Some teams are probably faring better than others. And I don't know if that's just luck, but it is, you've got to figure out, you've got to research what type of training you can do or not do to prevent these soft tissue injuries. It's just, it's killing your team. It's killing all these teams, to be honest with you. Now hey, you're folks, just scrambling. Folks, say goodbye to dull gifts. Holiday time, last minute Christmas shopping, $800 per carat. Highest quality lab grown diamonds. You can get blush pink, beautiful blue, classic white. It's called Lightbox, Lightbox Diamonds. Visit lightboxjewelry.com. Add sparkle to your holiday shopping. Now you're running out of time, so you better get moving on this. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. Never a dull moment on Believe in Giants. Never a dull moment if you go to bet online and use that promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus. Anything else, Carl? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at my wits end. I, I was really down yesterday, just walking into the building because of the lack of energy that existed, mm -hmm. the giants and Cowboys in December. It was just kind of blah. It's beautiful day. Um, and I feel bad for the giants fans that were there and that were watching and that were listening to us because they just want better. Yeah. You know, five straight years of double digit losses. It's never happened in franchise history. Yeah. Um, they've, they just got to listen. I think there's some, there's some things that are there that they can, you know, in terms of personnel that they could start to build on. Um, they got to figure out how to get everybody healthy. Um, you've got to change your thinking. Uh, there's, there's a large enough sample size to just say that, you know, the approach offensively is just not, on, on the level of today's NFL. And you just can't, just can't say be, it's happening because my key players are out. Everybody in the league has key players out. You got to figure, you got to figure out how to make this offense more dynamic, featuring your dynamic players. Um, <clears throat> that's that simple. I like the fact that um, Jalen Smith is on this roster um, I really hope he spends some time uh, learning the nuances of the linebacker position. And I'm hoping he stays a giant um, because he, you know, he, he's a little undisciplined. He takes some chances, 
He's a hell of a football player, but if he learns the little nuances of linebacker playing the position, he and Blake Martinez could be a really good duel in the middle of the Giants defense. Folks, tell a friend to tell a friend, right, Carl? That's the way we roll. Tell a here. friend to tell a friend. All right, we'll have a preview of the Eagles. Uh, first of all, the Eagles don't play until Tuesday night. So before we can get into a deep dive of the Eagles, they still need to play another football game before yeah. they get ready to play the Giants. But tell a friend to tell a friend. Believe in Giants. For Carl Banks, I'm Bob Papa. We'll see you later in the week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.